A scattered dream that's like a far-off memory. A far-off memory that's like a scattered dream. I want to line the pieces up. Because apparently this game starts in a computer and half the characters aren't supposed to exist. Got it memorized, the Kingdom Hearts recap podcast, trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. My name is Joe. I'm joined, as always, by Wheels. What's going on, Wheels? What's what's rolling in, in the Wheels world? Quite a lot. We're, we have a lot of... Um... We have a lot of Disney worlds to get through. We wanted to do two in a row. One of them is kind of two worlds in one. <laughs> So I don't think we have much time to spare. No, we. this was a good idea that we should have had a while ago with the Boring Worlds. Yeah. I mean, we did it before in Kingdom Hearts 1, and then we just didn't. And we did it before in Chain of Memories, and then we were just like, let's go one at a time on this very long game. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess we can get right into Halloween Town. Um, we see Jack Skellington and his super best friend Zero. Walking in the woods, and they see the Christmas tree door, and he's like, oh, shit, there's a tree on that tree, and he opens it, <laughs> and wow, I can't believe it, it's a bottomless abyss to hell, and he accidentally falls in. Yep, he opens up a door that is holiday, that is Christmas-themed, and he falls into it. Cut to Goof Troop arriving in Halloween Town. Sora says, this is Halloween Town, right? And Donald says... I have it written down as, it sure looks like Halloween is how I have it written down. Halloween? Halloween? Because he turns and he sees that there are Christmas lights set up amidst the spooky, grim, dark, Burton-esque landscape in which they find themselves. And that's weird. Zero, the aforementioned ghost dog, flies in, and Sora says, Hey, it's Zero. How have you been, boy? And Zero flies into town, and they chase after him. And, yep, they go into town, and they see Jack Skellington enter on his fucking Hellbringer sleigh, uh, and he yells, Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's, it's, he's, the, the reindeer are replaced with skeletal reindeer, and he's riding a, riding a coffin. And he says, Sora, Donald, and Goofy, welcome back and Merry Christmas. And Sora says, Merry Christmas? Don't you mean Happy Halloween? And he says, of course, Halloween greetings from Jack Skellington, the Pumpkin King. Forgive me, I'm in a Christmas mood. You see, I'm running the show this year, but I need Sandy Claus's blessing, so I'm off to Christmas Town." That doesn't quite sound like he's running the show. (laughs) He's, he's trying. He's, he's, he thinks he is, certainly. Yeah, they they do this thing where they establish that this isn't the first time he's tried to do it, um, which is weird. It's because Kingdom Hearts One isn't actually doesn't actually show anything of the plot yeah. of Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, I mean that's a that's an issue for sure. I read a Waypoint article about that like forever ago about how they were like, man, th- this movie is cool because it sort of demonstrates a community that has to realize that everything they know is a fucking lie and then 
deal with it. And then when you get to Kingdom Hearts, it's just like that never happened. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like that's kind of what's happening here because this isn't the first time, but they're just dealing with Jack being kind of an asshole about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, in neither game do we actually get the real plot. Anyway, Sora reacts to Jack's saying Sandy Claus, and he's like, "What is Sandy Claus?" And Goofy says, "I think he means Santa Claus," which this made me realize Santa Claus is a very strangely spelled phrase. <laughs> I I typed it out, and I was like, in my notes, and I was like, nah, that ain't right. <laughs> you can't have a word that's just C-L-A-U-S. That's Santa not Claus. what words look like, but it is. You write something enough times, and you realize that letters are fake and made up. And the points don't matter. Nope. <laughs> Jack says, aren't these decorations wonderful? This year, Halloween Town's going to handle Christmas, too. But first, we have to visit Sally. She's working on something no self-respecting Santa Claus can live without. I'll show you. I need to pause here because they do the bit of Jack not knowing that Santa Claus isn't named Sandy Claus. And yet, in this line, he actually says Santa Claus, and I don't know what to believe. <laughs> I didn't even notice. He says no self-respecting Santa Claus, and it is written in the subtitles that he says Santa Claus. What uh, is real and what is false? Um, well, nothing is real. Everything is false. So Kuna Matata. Good, great. Um, I so now my brain is thinking that all right. So Santa Claus is the position. It's the the profession, the job, the occupation. His name is Sandy Claw. And also Jack is an idiot. Man, I wish I didn't already make the Doug Dimmodome, owner of the <laughs> Dimsdale Dimmodome joke like two weeks ago. Man. Oh, that reminds me. When we did, I think it was when we did the, I think it was during the Pirates episode that that just went up. We were wondering what kind of animal Pete was. and. Mm-hmm. I guess bulldog. And everyone immediately was like, no, it's a cat, please. We've said so much shit on this show that the fact that the thing that that garnered the most response from our <laughs> listeners was, uh, you know he's a cat, right? <laughs> and no no one was rude about it. Everyone was super nice. They're like, oh, I am Pete is a cat. But it's like We've gotten so many things wrong. That's like what we do. It's so <laughs> wild to me that it's apparently c- 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 crystal clear to everyone on the planet that Pete is a cat, except for the two of us. Yeah, I mean, there were some people that were like, I didn't know either, but now I know. Yeah, um, no one no one was rude about it, but it's no, just no, so it was... funny that that is probably <laughs> the thing that we've said on the show that has garnered the most response, and it's funny to me. Yeah. Thank you. To the point where we now have an iTunes review that says, by the way, Pete's a cat. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, thank you very much for um, those reviews. Um, where the fuck were we? They go to see the doctor, whatever his name is, Finkelstein. Because Jack was looking for Sally. Mm-hmm. Just like the Blink-182 song. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> he's, she's not there. And nope. Finkel is whatever. I Finkelstein. Am I right that his name it's is Finkelstein? It's Finkelstein. Okay. Um, he's like, don't you see? I'm in the middle of an experiment. And he holds the weird word kind of weird. Um, but she's not there. Um, also, Lock, Shock, and Barrel are there helping. 
uh, yeah. I guess. Um, and they decide to stop helping because the thing is heavy, so they throw it instead of just carrying it to where it needs to go, and it breaks, and it explodes, and the doctor is mad, and they run away. Uh, but now Sally is here, and the plot can progress. But she has not finished the thing that he needs to be a self-respecting Santa Claus. I did, I, I did write eat shit, old man, <laughs> in my notes when Lockstock and Barrel just fucking ruin his equipment and then bolt. I just needed to let that out. Yeah. Sally says that she's not finished with the thing Jack needed, and he said, oh, that's okay, as long as it's ready for Christmas. And she's like, but Jack, and she doesn't let him, she, he doesn't let her finish, and he says, I'd best be off. I gotta go get Sandy Claus right away. Good to see you again. Bye for now. And Sora is just starstruck because he realizes that Santa Claus is real and that he's here. And he says, go get Santa Claus. Hmm. Sally says, please, Sora, I'm afraid something terrible will happen if Jack goes through with this. Donald, you can say that again. And Sora's just still off in his imagination. Man, this dialogue keeps going back and forth on whether or not this is the first time. Jack has done this because something terrible might happen if he's allowed to do this. Yeah, like it happened the first fucking time or not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, Jack comes back immediately after he leaves because, you know, uh, yeah. it's Kingdom Hearts. Nothing makes sense. And he says, <laughs> are those strange looking fellows in the town square with you? And Sora says, what fellas? Jack, you know, the ones who wanted to spoil Halloween and Christmas. What are they called again? Heartless? Sora says, they're definitely not with us, but Donald Goofy and I can take care of them. And then we'll go see Santa. We'll go see Santa. <laughs> uh, but first, yeah, whatever. We'll fucking kill the Heartless. I don't give a shit. Yeah. But then we'll go see Santa. Yeah, that's what's important. Um, man, <laughs> this is the stupidest thing my brain has ever done. Is Oh, hit me. So, Considering the things your brain has done earlier on this <laughs> show, I can't wait. My brain is like, I, I woke up. And my brain was like, oh, sick, it's Saturday. I don't have to fucking do shit today. So, like, I feel like my brain isn't working. Um, but I'm sure you've seen the film Elf. Uh-huh. Um, and this, the way Sora yells that he's going to go see Santa reminds me a lot of the scene. Well, it reminded me a lot of Will Ferrell's voice saying, screaming about Santa in that one scene and being like, I know yep. him. I know him. But the thing is, I remembered that not with the scene from Elf. But with the scene from, like, a Naruto Flash animation I saw in middle school in which it's Sasuke holding a picture of Santa being like, I know him. And I sh I did look it up. I should. Because <laughs> I'm sure it's still out there. Um, but I just wanted to share that with you. That that's, that's where I'm at You'll have to wade today. through so many AMVs to be able mm -hmm. to find that video. Naruto Flash animation five probably isn't that big anybody um, remember legendary frog <laughs> flash animation new grounds new grounds classics lemon demon <laughs> lemon another, demon is still good though another neil cicerega oh that's true lemon demon had had like a new album yeah like, uh, not too long uh, ago what is it spirit phone it's like one of the best records i've fucking heard that album rules. Anyway, yeah. I forgot that that was a Lemon Demon album and not just Neil C under the name Neil Cesariga. Neil Cesariga anyway. just creates everything good on the internet. Anyways, um, where the fuck? They go outside to fight the Heartless. We see the mayor asking for help, and he says, I'm only an elected official. Um, 
which is a good line. And uh, he said what he actually he he says before he's like surrounded Mm -hmm. by the heartless and he says, now, listen here, you you things. And (laughs) I have I couldn't help but think of uh making a mashup where he's standing there and he has that megaphone right and he's like surrounded by undead so i can't help but want to make a mashup where you just take the audio of all right you primitive screwheads listen up you see this this (laughs) is my boost because like all right you listen up is so similar to now listen here you you things this is my boomstick is the joke yeah it's 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 good jack is like because there's heartless around jack says that they should go be santa's bodyguards and then they run off to do that my notes now say shitty kids in the tub we've got lock shock and barrel sitting in that weird walking tub they sit in Mm -hmm. i don't remember which one is which so i don't have who says (laughs) what but they are conversing with each other and they said what what should we bring along next time and then another one says a bucket full of caterpillars and the third says or something even worse and they bump into a familiar face. Well, a familiar, um, like, cloak, cloak from the waist down. Yeah. Um, but it's Maleficent, surprise. And she says, perhaps you three could be of use to me. And I think that's it <laughs> that I have written down anyway. She says, come along, all of you. I'll show you the true meaning of mischief. And they all, like, cower in fear of her. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to Goof Troop. Uh, yeah, and they're on their way to... Christmas Town. There's a doorway in the woods, and then they go there. Yep. Um, and when they get there, Sora's like, "Come on, just open it!" And he's t- too fucking psyched to yeah. see Santa Claus. He um, bolts it when Jack finally does. Dives the fuck in, uh, and they arrive. They fall out of the other door into the snow, um, and they're in new outfits now for this world. I have it written down as Goth Christmas Sora, Snowman Donald, and Reindeer Goofy. This is a final mix thing as well. They didn't have new outfits in the original. Really? Yep. Huh. That's why they that's why his face is like still all goth because they didn't remodel it. They just put Santa over the they just put the Santa shit over the Halloween shit. Wow. The future is incredible. Did you know gaming? I didn't know gaming. <laughs> Sora's like, where's Santa? And Jack's like, he's in the workshop. So they go down there. There's Heartless down there. And they're like, Christmas is in trouble. And they fight the Heartless. And they win. And they go see Santa. Santa says, well, hello, everyone. Did you come to see if you're a... Whoa, man. My my tolerance with uh, just just terrible, unreadable notes. Because I have to type this so... Because it's so hard to keep up with people speaking when you're typing every word of dialogue it my notes say well hello everyone did you come to see eeyore on my nice list (laughs) there's no f and there are two missing spaces he says as as my notes go on in in this section uh they do get progressively stupid um i stopped spelling basically every name correctly (laughs) it's mainly in pride lands but again, my brain has not really been firing on all cylinders today, and the more coffee I drink, the worse it gets. He actually says, well, hello, everyone. Did you come to see if you're on my nice list? Your name? Sora says, um, Sora, sir? And Santa replies, Sora, surname? Let's see, Sora. Here you are. Well, according to my list here, seven years ago, you told everyone you did not believe in Santa Claus. That is unfortunate. And Sora is like, oh, no. 
I, I think he actually goes like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> Donald says, what about Donald and Goofy? And Santa just gives him a good old nod. And Donald says, oh, boy. <laughs> and Jack says, am I on your list, too, by any chance? It's me, Jack. Santa says, Jack Skellington? Jack Sparrow? Wait. <laughs> no, that's last week. Or two weeks ago or whatever. I don't even remember. <laughs> you get the sound of glass shattering. And Santa says, what sort of trouble did you bring this time? And Sora's like, uh, this time? And Jack says, it's a long story. Then they go into investigate where the what the shattered glass is and they run into sort of the factory part of the workshop <clears throat> my notes say that upstairs we see maleficent lack shack and burgle and they, <laughs> <laughs> uh and they um they realize that they've been spotted and they jump out the window uh well maleficent just disappears um but they jump out the window and i think it's santa who's like we have to track them um, and make sure that everything's okay. Jack's like, they definitely didn't come with us. But uh, Jack doesn't give a, sh- a shit. <laughs> nope. He just, he just wants to ask about um, getting permission to do Christmas. He he's I hate this type of person, too, because he's going to do this thing regardless, but he really wants permission, even though he's already mm-hmm. begun doing it. I don't but know. I asked so nicely. Yeah. Uh, fuck, fuck all people named Jack, I guess. Sorry if your <laughs> name is Jack. <laughs> All fictional characters named Jack are bad. Anyways. I'm trying to think what other fictional Jacks are there. There's, uh, there's... I immediately went to Billy Zane <laughs> in Twin Peaks. John Justice Jack Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's pretty bad. There's uh, uh, there's your, your buddy. Um, Titanic, also a Billy Zane film. There's your, your buddy uh, Jack Shepard from Lost. Not a great mm-hmm. dude. A lot of not great dudes named Jack. Anyway, they follow Lock, Shock, and Barrel's, well, not their footsteps. They follow the tub's footsteps. <laughs> the tub. To find Lock, Shock, and Barrel. And they, you know, we cut away to the the hill, the curvy hill that's at that's silhouetted pumpkin, by the moon hill? in the movie. I'm going to do the, the sonic rap again. Um, I do want to no. point out in my notes that I shortened Maleficent's name. To just the first few letters of her word, but that is just male. Um, <laughs> so it does just say that male says revenge before pleasure, um, because uh, she is now more interested in dealing with Sora and uh, the goof troop than necessarily just fucking up Christmas. I don't know why she wanted to fuck up Christmas to begin with. Well, she says she wanted to just for pleasure. I think she just hates it. <laughs> <laughs> She just hates Christmas. And they ask her what kind of revenge, and she says the magnificent, malevolent kind, of course. She's dropping and some sick alliteration in, one in of the scene. One of them says, that sounds really bad. Like Oogie Boogie's kind of bad. And that's super duper bad. And she says, Oogie Boogie. That bag of incest insects. How see? intriguing. I told Technically, you. that's assonance, not alliteration. Oh, okay. All right. Time. I see. But um, what I'm trying to say is that Maleficent's dropping bars. Okay. Yeah. And that's that's what matters. Um, and where might I find him? He's dead. And they say, yeah, he's dead because they killed him. <laughs> uh, and she says, ah, yes. Now I remember. More intriguing still. 
I believe I'll bring your master back for you. And she starts channeling magic, and they cackle. Yeah, and then there's... Uh, and then, like, nothing happens with goof troops. I didn't even write it down. Yeah, they move back to another to... room. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but we see another cutscene, and she has now brought Oogie back. And he remembers exactly what Sora and Donald and Goofy and Jack did to him. Whatever it was <laughs> that they did to him. He says, uh... He says to Maleficent that he really owes her for this, and he says, Indeed you do, Oogie. Do you remember Sora, Donald, and Goofy? And he says, Do I remember them? Ha! You're too much. I'll never forget what they did to me. Uh, what was it they did to me? And then they remind him that he was they squashed him like a bug, and he gets very mad about this. So mad, in fact, that he um he kind of tuckers himself out, and he sort of goes into sleep mode. <laughs> Powers and, down. And... Uh, Maleficent notes that he... Wait a minute. I'm hmm? sorry. Is Oogie Boogie a mech powered by a million bucks? I guess it all depends on what a mech... It all depends on what is is. It all depends on what a mech <laughs> is. Right? Like, is a mech just, like, a thing that can that contains living things? Then, yeah, I mean, he it's, is. It's, he clearly it's... is just a bag of... He is a bag of bugs. Mm-hmm. It's... Like, um, I don't know. There's probably a more specific word, but I don't, I've cracked some sort of code and I don't know it's what to do with it. It's a Meet Dave situation. Wait, is Dave or Meet Dave the movie with the little people in the person? Yes, this is, this is absolutely a Meet Dave situation. Goof Troop run in and Sora says, there they are. Uh, and Maleficent uh, takes Oogie Boogie with her so that he can continue to rejuvenate and she leaves Lock, Shock, and Barrel and a heartless boss to take care of uh, the imbeciles and uh, you know, they, they fight it and Sora wins. Oh yeah, it's just the, this is the one that eats them, right? Yeah, it's weird. It, it, <laughs> it eats kids to get more powerful. Oh, I also wrote down that uh, Sora goes anti-form in, in this fight. I don't, I think that's canon, and it's probably important. It is canonical that, yeah, so that, I guess we could talk about it. I mean, when else are we going to talk about it? I, I noticed that it happened. <laughs> so, remember ages ago when we talked about how Sora has new magic clothes that he got from those three fairies in Merlin's Tower? Um, and they let him, uh, limit form, but he did get limit form at the end of twilight town. Oh yeah. And they let him like eat his friends and turn into a more powerful, powerful version of himself. (laughs) Um, sometimes when he does that, uh, instead of going into the form he intended to, he turns into like a heartless Sora with like a tail and jumps around and scratches kind of like a weird cat. (laughs) <laughs> or a shadow, which is the type of heartless that it's, this is kind of based on. Um, sure. But, uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, there are different people who would argue whether or not that's important for the story or not. I am on the fence. We are we, we are a recap podcast. <laughs> this is a thing that we pre- present to you that happened. <laughs> we, I mean, even if we do dive into it, this isn't the fucking episode for it to be relevant. Yep. But um, it happened. This is the first I've noticed it. They won the fight. The kids run off to see if Oogie Boogie is uh, kicking yet. And Jack's like, oh, fuck, I recognize that name. Oogie Boogie. Um, and so they also follow because that sounds bad. And then the next thing we see is Santa Claus, who for some reason 
came into the Halloween town wood. And he says, Confound it, now I've lost my way. Oh, this is utter foolishness. I should be getting ready for Christmas. And Sally's voice comes from off screen because she's hiding behind one of the trees. She says, Is that you, Mr. Sandy Claus? And he says, Yes, but please call me Santa Claus. She says, Of course, Mr. Santa Claus, I was hoping I'd find you here. You see, it's very important you go back to Christmas Town. I'm afraid something terrible will happen if you don't. And he says, Well, I do have preparations to get back to. All right, tell Jack I'll be at home. He had something to say to me about Christmas. And she says, But that's just it. Go back and lock the door. If Jack knocks, don't open it. Never speak to him again. We see Maleficent and Oogie Boogie are sort of waiting off in the sidelines uh, out of earshot. And she says, that's him, the large one in red. And Oogie Boogie says, all I got to do is kidnap him. Kidnap the Sandy Claus. That's right. Lock him up at once. Then begin destroying Christmas Town. That's sure to make Sora and the other fools come running. And he says, and then they're all mine. And she says, she says a thing that they laugh at like it's a joke. It's not a joke. It's I'm not a so joke. mad. She says, and in the meantime, I'll turn Santa Claus into Santa Heartless. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke. I wonder if it's like a lost, in, I wonder if it's like way funnier in the Japanese translation. Like Claus and Heartless or sound similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. I mean. That's like every joke on my One Piece show is like that of like trust me it's it's <laughs> funny it's just not funny in translation, um, but uh anyways yeah they laugh until Oogie's like are we done with this and then um he literally says that yeah. he says are we done and then yeah. runs. it's not but, a joke that Joe is making it's it's very funny <laughs> uh, actually in context good follow up to the not funny joke mm-hmm. and um he just does it he just barrels like. Do the can you do the get out of my way voice? Get out of my way! It's basically that, um, but it's Oogie and he gets Santa and I guess takes him to Christmas Town. Then we see Sally run to get Jack and his bodyguards, and uh, <laughs> they go to help Santa. And they do. They that. find him strapped to one of the conveyor belts in that in the workshop. Well, first Oogie-boogie. this is a cutscene before they get there. Um, oh. where Maleficent is still there trying to turn him into Heartless, but somehow Oogie is too dumb to let this happen because um, he's just sort of running around the room and keeps bumping into Maleficent. It's pretty good, yep. actually. And she says, clumsy oaf. And he says, are you still here? Why don't you Oogie on back to where you came from? You're cramping my style. She says, have you already forgotten who brought you back, you insolent bag of bugs? Why, yes, I have. <laughs> and that's basically that what he says. Oogie's dialogue is actually really, really well written in, in this, this world. Game, yeah. Um, in that it's just really good how fucking oblivious he is to like forgetting what happened the, thirty minutes the ago. The bigger picture, yeah. yeah. It's great. She gets pissed and can't deal with him anymore, so she gives up on her plan and leaves. Yeah. The, uh, then we see when Sora gets here. I think the first thing that happens is Oogie just tackles Sally a pro pro of nothing. That's just um, in my notes, and I don't know how or why it happened. Let's see. Okay, my notes say um, that Oogie Boogie sets off an explosion because he wants it to be Oogie and Boogie in there. They mm-hmm. see the smoke coming from the workshop, and they run after. 
So they arrive at the factory. Oh, yep, and yep, Oogie Boogie, just apropos of nothing, as you mentioned, grabs Sally. <laughs> and yeah, you're right. And Oogie says, Jack Skellington. And Jack says, Oogie. And Oogie says, you and I have a score to settle, Jack. Same goes for your little sidekicks. And Jack says, what are you planning on doing to Sandy Claus? And he says, Ooh. who? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And why is this red roly-poly guy here? Time to go, Grandpa. And he, like, pushes oh, him somewhere. Man. He's about to, like, throw him into the end of the conveyor belt. Uh when Sally's leg appears in front of him because she <laughs> she's like a weird construct, so she threw it as a distraction. It's so bizarre. I love it so much. Uh, yeah, so she just throws her leg to distract them, and then they run away with Santa. This is this world was such a refreshing treat to me after being like bored out of my mind in the last couple worlds. Yeah, where like I actually care about what's happening. I legitimately don't remember what we recorded last week. I, you know, I remember the Twilight Town part, but it, I did struggle to remember that it was Agrabah before that. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? I have, mm, yeah. Exactly. Any, um, anyway. That was, I, I do specifically remember yelling how much I didn't give a shit in the middle of it. <laughs> but anyways, that happened. Uh, Oogie Boogie dies. <laughs> yeah, they fight and they win and he deflates again and he's like, and then we see Donald step on one of the bugs. Um. And Christmas is safe again, but not from Jack Skellington. Sally has finished the suit. And it's the Santa suit. That's what she was working on. Surprise. And uh, it includes a beard, which is a nice touch. They try to convince him, like, hey, leave this Christmas shit to Santa. You're not good at it. <laughs> um, and he says, but I make a splendid Sandy Claus. Well, there, there goes my theory about it being a job and not a name. Santa is like... Well, you see, uh, <laughs> you should actually not follow your dreams. <laughs> the way you said it definitely sounds like he's just making this shit up as he goes, which he probably is. In the canon. message of this world is so buck wild that like, no, Jack, even though you have a very fun time with it and you're pr and like, like. Even though you have a very fun time doing it and you like it better, you shouldn't follow your dreams. That's not what you were born to do. <laughs> That's so messed up. You messed up one too many times and... You better just give up and go back to what you're good at. Your passion is not enough to keep you going. But yeah, uh, I'm what I, what I pulled from this scene was instead uh, Santa being like, but you're really good at all the scaring stuff and what if someone tried to take that from you? Because I like what I do a lot. <laughs> Don't take it from me, <laughs> yeah. please. Yeah, no, it is It is bizarre pretty much no matter how you look at it. But uh, Jack does come around to being like, you know what? I am really fucking good at that thing that no one else can do. I guess I'll focus on that for a while again. And then the Santa Claus suit is the thing that yeah. opens the gate. And then they leave. The mayor also shows up at the end and is like, Jack, I can't make any decisions without you. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, then, yeah, the suit closed, and he opens the gate, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, also, at the end of this one, we get Magnet, and I literally screamed um, in disappointment. Because <laughs> we're going to have to go back to Atlantica? Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot. I skipped this. We do get a quick line where Santa says, oh, yeah. Before you go, Sora, I believe there's a friend of yours who, if I recall correctly, was the one who told you there was no such thing as Santa Claus. 
And he says, Oh yeah, he did say that. What a loser. Be sure to give him my best wishes. And Sora says, I will, but do you know where I can find Riku? Santa says, no, but don't give up. If you believe in Riku, you'll find him, just as you found me. I wrote down that this exchange basically boils down to tell Riku that he was wrong. <laughs> Please, for me. But yeah, no, and then I think that's, I think we can move on to the Pride Lands, which is the next stop. This um, is my favorite of Kingdom Hearts 2's uh, Disney World. It's just my favorite it's to up there. play in, yeah. It opens up with a flashback of Simba watching his father die. Uh, that's pretty cool. It's exactly as it plays out in the movie. Simba's like lost in the stampede, and he, he jumps up, and uh, or he tries to jump up, but his, his dad Mufasa saves him. Uh, but then Mufasa can't get up, and he almost does, but Scar is there, and now he's dead. Um, but it was all a dream, and Simba. Well, is I mean, it did adult. actually happen. I mean, but yeah, it, was... it did happen. <laughs> but uh, this this um was just a nightmare, also that uh. Simba is, is having. That adult um, Simba was having. Yeah. yeah. Who we have seen before in Kingdom Hearts 1. He made it back. As a summon. I'm really curious how that fits into the fucking canon of this world because it's just like, oh yeah, we have this political fucking uh, discourse, but also our world like didn't exist for a while, so I guess things could be worse. <laughs> I don't know. Hakuna Matata. Yeah, yeah. The, the summons in Kingdom Hearts 1, as you allude to, are described as characters who uh, their world had been, had already been swallowed up, and then after the events of Kingdom Hearts 1, those worlds come back. Based on how people interact with, um, based on how they interact with, like, Simba or Mushu, like, it must just be that, like, when the world comes back, only the ones who were summons remember that the world was gone at all, because the rest of them don't talk about, hey, remember the time that we didn't exist. Yeah, it definitely feels that way, um... Send us your, your thoughts or your questions, and we will discuss them on the next answer report. I'm not worried that this that we'll be recording that before this episode goes up, because I remembered how fucking long Hollow Bastion is. Yep. <laughs> I did. I forgot that Tron was there. Um, yep. Uh, we cut to Furry Sora and Turtle Goof. The return. Sora's a lion now. Goofy's a different kind of turtle than he was <laughs> underwater, and Donald is still a bird. Can I point out that this is actually why this show started? Um, the reason I joked, oh, really? I joked to you on Twitter that we should start a show about Kingdom Hearts. Um, and the reason I thought oh, about right. it, yeah. the, the reason I realized that you were invested in Kingdom Hearts was you trying to explain to your fiance about it. And one of the things that you said was just, oh yeah. And pride lands, he turns into a turtle, a goofy turns into a turtle. <laughs> and you were just like sending her a picture of it. And she was very <laughs> mad about it on Twitter. <laughs> And then you were like, when are we going to start our Kingdom Hearts podcast? Haha, joke. And I was like, wait a minute. Guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, then we just committed to the bit. Um, yeah. Uh, which, on, that's actually the, basically the same way you got me to watch Twin Peaks was you just threw away, you just threw out like a random piece of information that was so stupid and irrelevant that it got me invested. Because <laughs> you were like, oh, what, yeah. What and was it? It was in the second season. This non-important character gets superpowers and is totally yep. normal. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyways, um, Sora thinks that these literal hyenas are heartless. Yeah, they're surrounded by hyenas. And Goofy says, I don't know, Sora. I get the feeling they might live here. Donald says, uh, don't mind us. We're just passing through. We don't want to cause any trouble. Uh, and the Whoopi Goldberg, the one that in the movie is voiced by Whoopi Goldberg says, don't be silly. We'd love for you to stick around for lunch. And Sora says, uh, we didn't bring anything to eat. 
Um, and then the one I have written as the other one, because I don't remember who voiced him in the movie. Because uh, <laughs> isn't Cheech Marin, didn't he voice the one that just laughs? I think so. Yeah, probably. I don't remember. So I, I used to know these things. The third one says, that's not going to be a problem. And he laughs and Goofy says, Gorsora, I think we're the lunch. And the Cheech Marin one is like, slurp. Because he doesn't talk. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they run away when they get cornered and they're about to get tromped but then there's a big roar that they hear and one of them says man that scar's got the worst timing the second one says just let him roar and the first one says eh we better go see what he wants he's been grumpy enough already and so then they leave without eating our protagonists which is fine it, it lets us have a show next week and Sora says I don't know what that was about, but I'm glad it's over. Everything's harder on four legs. Uh, and then Goofy teaches him how to walk on four legs because... He's a dog. He has experience. Yeah, he's he's done it both ways, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and they go outside, and there's some Heartless. Well, we see Nala specifically fighting some Heartless. Um, and this time, Sora is a bit more confident that they are Heartless. But they fight, and they win, and then after they win, he's like, yeah, those were definitely heartless. Now I've decided, now that they're dead. <laughs> and there's this long talk with Nala that I'm sure you have every word written down to, but I have it boiled down to they decide to stage a coup. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. to, just to lend a paw. She explains that, the, that she is forced to hunt way out here, far away from the Pride Lands, because all of the prey has been uh, scared away from the Pride Lands, because... This uh, this bully named Scar is their king, and Sora gets really excited because he's like, if I kill the king, then the king will be me. <laughs> and they're like, holy shit, Brutus, like, calm down. <laughs> um, uh, and so then they decide to go see if they can help at all. So they go to Pride Rock, where Scar is. Uh, yep, and then Rafiki studies him, and he's like, nah, he's very small. <laughs> I don't think we could have yeah. a small king. And he, so he has like, like one line of dialogue in this whole game. It's weird. Yeah, and he doesn't say it there because he, cause he just does his weird little baboon waltz over to Nala and whispers into her ear. And she explains yeah. that Rafiki said he wasn't. He didn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. Um, And then he's like, well, dang. And then they're about to leave. Uh, And then Goof Troop run into the hyenas again. And once again, they're saved by the roar. There's a roar, and one of the hyenas says, Hey, look at that. Here comes Scar, the king. And then we cut to a shot of Scar standing next to Pete as a lion. Sure. <laughs> Remember how Pete turned into a lion in this world, but like didn't turn less Pete in Pirates of the Caribbean? I mean, Sora didn't become less anime yeah he did they were like toned they toned down the character models i th- I think they toned down Pete. it just wasn't enough he's just a very he's just a very visually loud man yeah absolutely well someone pointed out that his fucking zipper is like way too big <laughs> so now i'm thinking about that too much so yeah when they they go to leave i want to point out that the hyenas say that Sora's looking like a snack <laughs> and then they say no wait this is a full course meal um and, and that's when scar and pete arrive and uh scar jumps down pete sort of just falls and bumbles like an idiot uh and says my back 
And I talk about how Sora is their prey. Is any of this dialogue important? No, it's not really. All right, Nala attacks Scar and lets him get away. <laughs> and then also runs away. Out in the Pride Lands, she sa- uh, Sora asks Nala if anyone else could be king. And she says, there was somebody, but he died when he was just a cub. He was the last son of our king, Mufasa. If only Simba were here. And Sora's like, uh, Sim- Simba? He- he- he's not dead. We were hanging out with him in the last game. Well, the last game I remember. <laughs> if only Simba wasn't completely fucking dead. Oh, wait a minute. He's not. And... And she's like, well, where is he? I don't know. This is my third day out here. So they go running off to find him. Their plan is just to get away from Scar. But luckily, right. there's only one way they could go. And at the end of that, there will be a Simba. Mm-hmm. Um, or as my notes say, Simbo. <laughs> we see Simbo with Timan and Pumbaa. And they oh, say, Akuna no. Makaka. And oh, that, no. then, then some sad Kingdom Hearts music plays. Because <laughs> that's basically what this scene is, is Simba being sad as shit. And they're like, oh, don't worry about it, Hakuna Matata. And he's like, yeah. And then just sad piano comes in, and he like goes over to the cliff and plops down, and a bunch of leaves fly up. And this ends up being important in a minute. And then oh, we... I did not write the following cutscene down. It's just sort of learning how to jump, so... Skip. The flower petals that were stirred up by Simba's powerful sit uh, (laughs) reach all the way over to Rafiki's house, uh, and he sees them, and he swirls them around in a bowl a little while, sort of reading them like tea leaves, and then he realizes that they are a sign that Simba is still alive, and he goes over onto the the wall where there's a mural of of Simba as a cub, uh, and he he paints a mane around it because he realizes that Simba is alive and he's, he has grown. Mm-hmm. What if the Lion King was animated by Don Bluth? It, I don't know. It'd be a different movie. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Anyways. Cool. <laughs> I was just, I don't know. I mean, isn't that kind of just, isn't that just kind of land before time to swap out some dinos for some, I mean, I think swapping out dinosaurs for, Lions is, is a big fucking jump to say, oh, yeah, it's just like that. <laughs> Considering Don <laughs> Bluth take has the, the one thing that makes it the thing it is. <laughs> Don Bluth has like a bunch of movies with actual animals in them. Rafiki catches up with Sora and Nala and, and, and company um, and yells, it is time. And then he's never seen again. <laughs> yeah. And Nala's like, ah, that must clearly be Simbom. And they run off. <laughs> um, there's a point where I f- literally forget. Timon's name, and I start writing Simon in my notes. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, yeah, so they run off. We see uh, nothing happens until they get to actual Simba, and it takes him a minute, but he recognizes Sora, Donald, and Goofy. I don't remember why Nala is not with them in this. Because she's busy eating Timon and Pumbaa. Well, yeah, we, we learn that in a minute. <laughs> Does um, her carnivore instincts take over? Yeah. She's like, hold on. I'm going to eat this pig. Um, but uh, yeah, so Simba is like, oh, you guys look weird, but whatever. That's fine. My world was destroyed. Um, this is fine. And uh, before they can. And talk- I'm the only one who remembers it. Great. Yeah, no big deal. Um, and before they get too much of a conversation, they do hear uh, Tamimbo. <laughs> And I don't, I didn't, that's just four letters in a row. Spasm. Uh, they scream because Nala is trying to eat them. Um, 
And, and you think it's going to be a joke at first. You think it's like, oh, ha ha, you know, there's scaredy cats. They think just because she's a lion, she's going to eat. Oh, no, no she actually is going to eat them. She is attempting to consume these uh, these friends. And Simba fights Nala. But after a little bit, they realize that they know each other. And then it's just, like, cute and shit. Um, and this is where my notes say that Simon and Patrick are also scared of Sora. Um, do you have the dialogue for this exchange written down? Because it's good. Simba says, don't worry, they're all friends of mine. And Timon says, so that means nobody's planning to eat anybody else for lunch, right? And Pumbaa says, are you sure nobody wants to eat me like I'm some kind of pig? And I guess it, I have it written as Sora, but it is I thought Sora. it was Donald. Okay, Sora says, we won't, but you are a pig, right? And he says, call me Mr. Pig. And they all laugh. I don't get it. It's a thing from the movie that they kind of like. Is it unnecessarily shoehorn in? I don't remember that. I think I'm right. I might be wrong. It might be like some Mandela effect shit where this game has placed it in my brain. Uh huh. Um. Uh. You. You could be right. I haven't seen Lion King in a very long time. I neither. Right. Simba has some alone time with Nala. Um. She says that he's the only one that can save them from Scar. Uh. But he can't leave because Hakuna. <laughs> Uh, some and he describes Hakuna Matata as uh, sometimes bad things happen and uh, you just can't do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> what a wonderful phrase. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes bad things happen and uh, who fucking cares? Um, my world was destroyed. Uh, and then Sora comes in also singing the Hakuna Matata song, and Nala leaves disappointed. Timing, God, read the room, kid. Read the room, and uh, Nala leaves disappointed. Something about Hakuna Matata. She says. Um, and then I think we just cut to like this scene where Simba's all alone on this cliff at nighttime and he's sad. Yep. Um, and he's like, my father's dead because of me. Um, he yells to the abyss and then his father appears in the sky. Um, my notes do say sky dad. Look at the stars. Yeah. Mufasa's like, you must take your place in the circle of life. Remember who you are. This is a pretty good Liam Neeson impression, right? Ha <laughs> um, ha. Uh, wait. Liam Neeson's Mufasa, right? No. <laughs> Hold. I thought, wasn't it James Earl Jones? I might be wrong. Yeah, it's definitely James Earl Jones. Shit, man. Sounds in this That's scene. That's a wild universe. <laughs> yeah. Sounds a lot like, uh, what's his, yeah, whatever I said before. Where did that enter my head? So I feel like that's the kind of thing that someone told me and I ran with it. I have a very particular set of skills. I have a main and large pause. <laughs> you know what? I was going to edit out me being wrong, but now I can't because you made a really good joke. Um, so thank you. Um, You're welcome. I've learned a lot today. Um, uh, yeah, he tells him, like, hey, stop being this person that you're pretending to be and remember who you really are. And I don't know. Then they decide to go back. Yeah, there's a, Simba's like, hey, you can all come out now, and then they're just all just fucking standing there. But they go yeah. back, and Sora gets a Keyblade. Mm -hmm. And when we see the Pride Lands again, Timon's like, we're we're gonna kill your uncle for this shit? Because it's just like a bunch of dead land. Uh, and he's like, yeah, of course. Um, and then they get there, and then Lion King plays out. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Uh, Scar's like, hey, didn't Mufasa die because of you? And uh, Simbim's like, uh... No, maybe, um, because he didn't see Scar do it, but then he pushes Simba off a cliff, and he's like, surprise, it was actually me, 
And then Simba just flies through the air a little bit. Yeah, knock- it's the uh it's the Phantom Menace style. Uh Obi-Wan is like hanging by a thread and is like, just kidding, I'm going to front flip over you and then cut you in half. Yeah, only he doesn't quite cut Mufasa in half in this scene. Um he gets Mufasa to admit that he killed Yep. Uh, I think I said Mufasa. He gets Scar to admit that he killed Mufasa. Uh-huh. Which, whatever. <laughs> no one is, would be surprised even if they were in bum, the scene. Bum, bum. Um, Simba goes... You said it right this time. Yeah. Simba goes to fight the Scar, and Sora's like, I'll handle these hyenas. And then Timon and Pumbo run in and <laughs> get the hyena's attention and then just run back in the cave. And I'm and re- get immediately uh, in danger. Yeah, um, I wrote a bunch of question marks after the word cave because I was like, I guess this is a cave? Uh, I, yeah, it's like a... Mm-hmm. I don't know it's what like to a call it. cavernous passage from one part of Pride Rock to the other. Sure. Yeah. Um... So they fight in the cave and they win and then they follow Simba up and uh, it's his fight. They must not interfere. Yep. They, just, they just watch and then Scar gets fucking launched off yep. of Pride Rock. Uh, but then Pete comes up and he's like, actually, he's a heartless now and this will be the Pride Lands of Darkness. Um, and then I think Pete just disappears. Like, usually we see a scene of Pete running away, and I don't think we get that. I think it's just he says that. He just And then he's just gone. Dissolves. But Simba says, that's what you think. And then they fight. And I can't believe it, but yeah, they win. Yeah, because uh, Scar is back, but this time he's heartless a heartless. Scar. I guess I skipped that important detail. Uh-huh. That, that Scar comes back and is a heartless, I guess. Because of Pete. Because of Pete. I mentioned Pete, and they fight, and they win. Simba goes on the big boy rock and roars, uh, and Sky Dad appears. <laughs> Sky Dad appears, makes the sun shine or something, and then there's a gate. Sora opens it. I don't know. I don't know what glows. I think it was Sky Dad. I don't know. But they leave. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like the sky is the item, which seems like a cop out to me. Sure, they were just like, ah, we don't have anything to glow. We'll just give Sora the cutscene, and then they go to leave. And there's some dialogue with Timon and Pumpa that I don't remember. And Sora says, "You never forget your true buddies." And that's I it. don't get what that has to do with anything that just happened, but Me sure, either. I guess you can shoehorn in a message that kind <laughs> of ties into the main storyline. I cool. have, like, I don't it's know. It's supposed to be a reference to, like, because the dialogue that you skipped is, like, Timon and Pumbaa being, like, do you think Simba will tell everybody not to eat us? <laughs> and it's supposed to be, like, oh, Simba's not going to forget his true pals, Timon and Pumbaa. But it's, like, it's kind of a stretch, and it's shoehorned <laughs> in right at the end. Also, just the phrasing of it is just so weird. Like, it's like it's meant to be this, like, this, like, this deep message or moral. But he's something about the word buddies being used just makes mm-hmm. it feel like cheapened. Also, buddies is a really like Midwest thing. Like, people say buddies all the time, but there's like a weird Midwest thing where people will, will instead of saying, like, oh, yeah, my friend and I went to the whatever, it'll be, like, oh, yeah, my buddy and I. People say my buddy in the Midwest, and it's really weird. It's weird. What are you doing, Midwest? Um, you never forget true pals. <laughs> uh, uh, and then we're done. We're done. Goodbye. Uh, a bunch of shit unlocks after this, but, um, Hollow Bastion is next. We're probably going to be there for at least two episodes. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the real plot is back. Surprise. 
we're I think we're basically going to see everyone who's important for the rest of the game in Hollow Bastion, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Where do we find you on the internet? You follow me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, spelled Ghost of J O. You can read my occasional writing um, about video games at ghostofjoe.com, spelled the same way. I think this episode's going to go up the same time as episode three of Objectively Good, the video game discussion podcast. Um, and that's the town episode. Yeah. I also have a One Piece recap rewatch show uh, called Rio Watching One Piece that you can look up. You can follow this show on Twitter at MemorizeCast, and our pinned tweet will take you to our Discord server. It's good. You can also email us at MemorizeCast at gmail.com. Um, we could use some questions. I don't know if we'll focus on questions. Like we're, I think we said last time that we're not going to like just answer questions but um, in the next answer report, but they'll probably be good like starting points, I think, for talking mm-hmm. about all the shit there's so much shit that's by the time we get to this answer report i think like a million things will have happened yeah where are you on the internet wheels twitter.com slash the travis w and i do a tabletop role-playing game podcast called very random encounters we're playing uncharted worlds right now it's a powered by the apocalypse science fan science fantasy game i don't know why i said it like that it's because actually i do know why it's because i didn't know to say space fantasy or science fantasy spy it's a science fantasy game i think as of when this episode comes out i think yesterday (laughs) we would have just released an episode entitled small thoughts which i think is probably the best episode of this season i haven't even edited it yet but the shit that happens in that episode is wild and i'm really happy about it uh oh yeah and then uh you our theme music is a remix of dearly beloved by leg day you can find a link to buy it in the description yep buy it listen to it it's on spotify the the sound of it is about to rumble under us in five (laughs) seconds yeah so where have we been wheels that's your job that was Halloween Town, Christmas Town, and Pride Lands. Got it memorized? We were together. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop RPGs and randomly determine as much as possible. Remember playing with Legos and swapping the people's heads and limbs to create horrid abominations that God forgot? Our show is what it would be like if those rejected attempts at the human form had to go out and save the day. We turn the nonsense into a story with a nice message, like how friendship is stronger than a mind-controlled goblin jazz band. Hey, that's a thing that really happened. Find Very Random Encounters wherever you randomly determine to listen to podcasts.